ഹമീദ്ഹ الراشدين او كما قال عليه الصلاه والسلام صدق الله صدق الله مولانا العظيم وصدق رسوله النبي الحبيب الكريم ونحن على ذلك لمن الشاهدين والشاكرين والحمد لله رب العالمين respected elders and brothers 
in the Quran Sharif, Allah Subhanahu wa Taala mentions, "Wal-Layli idha yawsha, wal-Nahari idha tajalla." Allah Subhanahu wa Taala takes a qasam on the night, and by the night when it covers up everything, and by the day when it becomes manifest and it becomes bright. The night and the day are two opposite creations of Allah Subhanahu wa Taala. The night is completely distinct. And the day is also completely distinct. Then Allah Subhanahu wa Taala takes an oath, "Wama khalaq al-dhakar wal-unsa," and by that being who created the male and the female, these are also two opposite creations of Allah Subhanahu wa Taala, completely distinct, completely different. One is the male, the other is the female. And then Allah Subhanahu wa Taala mentions the subject matter of the oath. In the sa'yakum la shatta, like how the night and day are opposite to one another, the male and female are opposite to one another. Verily, your efforts also are diverse. In this dunya, people are making diverse efforts. Someone is working his way up to jannat. Someone is traversing the road to jannat, and someone is moving towards jahannam. There is this two parts. There is this two ways. Either you're going in this direction or you're going in that direction. If you look into the Quran Sharif, you will find the whole theme of the Quran is Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala speaks about two groups of people: the Hizbullah, the Hizbul Shaitan. These two groups, different words are used for them in different manners. They are explained, but Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala speaks about the group of Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala, and Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala speaks about the group of Shaitan. You get the army of Allah, then you get the army of Shaitan, Ashabul Jannah, the people of Jannah, Ashabul Nar, and the people of Jahannam. Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala speaks about Ashabul Yamin, the people of the right hand. On the day of Kiamat, they will receive their books of deeds in the right hand, and Ashabul Shimal, people will receive the books of deeds in the left hand. The Ahlus Saada, the people who are fortunate. The people who are lucky and the Ahlu Shakawa, the people who are unfortunate, the people who are wretched. So these two groups of people, Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala speaks about throughout the Quran Sharif, and the reason for this is that every person at every juncture of his life, every point of his life, he needs to see in which group is he fitting. In which group are we eating? In which line are we traveling? We all understand. If you want to go to a certain destination, you cannot take the opposite route and expect to get to that destination. Imagine a person is traveling towards Cape Town, and then you ask the brother, "Where are you going?" He says, "No, no, I'm going to Johannesburg." And then you tell him, "You know what? You got the wrong route." And then he tells you, "Don't be judgmental. Why are you judgmental? I am going towards." Allah is Ghafoor Rahim. We know Allah is Ghafoor Rahim. That is obvious. We know Allah is all forgiving, all merciful. But Allah created this world with system. Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala created His Deen with a system. You gotta follow the system. You gotta follow the laws. Remember, nobody is above the law. If Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala told you something, if Rasulullah Sallallahu told you something, it only means one thing that that is important. If you say you gonna reinterpret it. Then it is like taking poison and calling it candy floss. You know, any you don't need to be uh, a very intelligent person to understand. Poison will be poison by you calling poison candy floss. It's not going to become candy floss. It is still poison. So you have to understand the laws of Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala. 
the shariat, the deen of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, you need to be in the group of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Every day in namaz, we are making dua. Five times a day. Ihdina sirat al-mustaqeem. Allah ta'ala guide us to the straight path. Every person is making this dua. And remember, when you read this in namaz, it must not just be a repetition of words. It must not only be a lip service. Read it with that intention in your heart. Allah give us hidayat. Give us hidayat and guide us to the straight path. Because remember, if Allah guides you, then there's no one that can misguide you. If Allah Ta'ala puts you on the right track, then there's no one that can take you off that right track. So, you are making dua for the straight path. But what is the straight path? Whose way is that? Sirat al-ladheena an'amta alayhim. The path of those upon whom you have favored. Who are those people? The Nabiyyeen, Siddiqeen, the Shuhada, Siddiq, you know, very high ranking saints. Like Hazrat Abu Bakr, Siddiq radiallahu anh. Hazrat Maryam salam, Allah Ta'ala said, Ummuhu Siddiqa. Isa salam's mother was a Siddiqa. So very, very high ranking saints. And Shuhada, martyrs. Who are the martyrs? People who gave their lives for deen. They were prepared to sacrifice their life and leave everything for the deen of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Those were the martyrs. Or salihin and pious people. The pious people, which route are they taking? In the morning, what are the pious people doing? They're waking up in early parts of the morning. They're engaging in tahajjud salah. They're making ibadat. They're making zikr. They're turning to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. They're crying to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That is the army of the night. You don't realize sometimes those people waking up, they crying, they making dua to the bucket of that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is bringing about favorable conditions. We're looking at our materialistic things. We're looking at our bank balance. We're looking at our wealth. We're looking at our education, our degrees. No! Allah's help will come with amal. Allah's help will come so pious people. They are waking up early. They are going to the masjid for fajr namaz. This is what they're doing. How are they starting off the morning? Now I have to ask myself that very important question. Who am I emulating in my life? Am I emulating the pious people? The, those who are favored upon Allah? Or am I emulating the enemies of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? My children, every person is concerned about the welfare of his child. Who is not concerned? Every person is worried about his child. Why are we so narrow-minded that we only think about the dunya, we only think about the worldly interest of our children. Are we thinking about what happens after this child moves on to the next realm? We all have to pass away, that is a reality. Remember, you will pass away on your prescribed time. You can take what measures you want to, you can hide where you want to. Allah says, wherever you are, death will reach you. You can be in fortified towers to hide yourself away at the prescribed time, not one second before, not one second after. You have to understand this is very important. It's very important for people to understand this fundamental belief which we are learning from the time we are in Makkah, from the time we are kids, we are learning Taqdeer, the concept that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, everything is predestined. In fact, there is a lot of solace and a lot of comfort in this belief. When you accept everything is destined by Allah and it will happen the way Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants it to happen, 
there is a lot of sorrows, a lot of peace. If there is a loss, what you will say? The will of Allah. Allah will be to happen. Allah's decree. So many thousand years before Allah created the skies and the earth, He already wrote the takdeer. You could have done what you wanted to do. It was going to happen. There was no way you were going to avoid this. There's a lot of solace. But what I'm telling you now is that death is inevitable. Death is definitely going to come. It's going to come to you. It's going to come to your child. There's no guarantees. You know, in the dunya, we come in a certain order. When we leave this dunya, there's no guarantees. I mean, Allah Ta'ala bless all our children with long life and good health. And keep them with afiyat. And we make dua for them. And our grandchildren. And all of And they, all, the entire Allah Rasulullah Sallallahu But the reality is that everyone has to one day leave this dunya. What preparations have I made for that child to leave with Iman? Is my child falling under the category now of Hezbollah, the group of Allah, or is he falling under the category of Hezbollah Shaitan? Some months ago, in Pakistan, they did a survey. Thousands of children, young children now, 8, 10 years. They asked each child, who is your role model? Who do you want to be like in life? This is a very important question. It's a very important, very, very important, because this will tell you where you are heading to. Who do you want to be like in life? Who is your role model? So, from those thousands of children, for the exception of one young girl, everyone either gave the name of some actor, some celebrity, some sports star. Now, whether it's an actor, whether it's a celebrity, whether it's a non-Muslim kafir sports star, we know where they're heading to. If they don't bring Iman, and they don't come onto Deen, then the Qur'an Sharif already declared that they're going to Jahannam. Tell you're not going to believe in Allah and Rasulullah So all those children, those were their role models. One young girl said, my role model is Hazrat Fatima radiallahu anha. One child. From thousands of children the survey was done. But why is that? That is because we, we are introducing them to all the sports stars. We are introducing them to all the actors. To all the celebrities, how much are we teaching our children about Anbiya? How much do we speak to them about Sahaba? How much do we speak to them about Rasulullah Do we take out time every day to read a kitab to the child so that the child learns who was Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Who is the family of Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi You ask someone who was the grandfather of Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, he doesn't know. Who was the great-grandfather of Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi he doesn't know. How many children Nabi Sallallahu had? No, doesn't know. What are the names of his children? The sports star, they'll tell you everything about him. They'll tell you every single thing. They'll give you the details of what jacket he wears, what hairstyle he has, everything. But the child doesn't know the seerah. He doesn't know about sahaba. He doesn't know about ambiya. He doesn't know about oliya. In which direction are we heading? We have to constantly ask ourselves this very, very crucial question. Am I moving towards Jannah? Or am I moving towards Jahannam? It's a very, just a simple question every day. Just take out one minute and ask yourself this question. In which direction am I going? Am I progressing? Am I improving? Am I making myself a better person? Is the quality of my deen improving? Is the quality of my salah improving? Five years ago, ten years ago, the namaz I read, I'm reading the same namaz. Maybe I'm even going more lax now. Maybe 10 years ago I was coming to the masjid for Fajr. And now I'm going lazy. I'm not coming for Fajr anymore. So it means I'm moving backwards. 
But 10 years ago, the clothing you had, you still got the same clothing now. No, you change your clothing. 10 years ago, what you had, that is out of fashion now. Now you got the latest fashion. 10 years ago, the shoes you had, you don't have the same shoe. 10 years ago, the watch you had, most people don't have the same watch. 10 years ago, the phone you had, you don't have the same phone. When it comes to the dunya, you are moving forward. You are progressing. When it comes to deen, what happened? We are retrogressing. So respected friends, these two groups, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala speaks about in the Quran Sharif, the group of Allah and the group of shaitan. The believers and the disbelievers. Now remember in every era, the believers were persecuted. Every era. Every era, from the inception of mankind, you'll find believers were always targeted. This is because the people of Batil, they work very hard to spread Batil. They don't want the truth to spread. They don't want light to spread. They want to spread evil in this dunya. And to a large extent, you find that in this day and time, they are very, very successful. They are very successful because things that happen in the dunya now, would never, you would have never imagined it happening 100, 200 years ago. You read stories now of a mother taking a knife and stabbing her own child. This is real. I'm not, this is no, you know what I mean? It's not something made up. You reading the newspapers yourself, you read the news yourself, you know what is happening in the dunya. Could you even imagine 100 years ago if you told a mother that the time will come when mothers will take knives and stab their own children, when mothers will stand on bridges and throw their own children down? These are all realities, respected friends. This is not something. Has humanity stooped so low? Have we gone so far from being you, from humanity? Why? Because as you move away from the laws of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and you get carried away by the culture of the kuffar, the ways of the kuffar, this is what's going to happen. In the beginning of the year, the stats of crime in our country, every day approximately, 70 people are murdered here in South Africa. 70 people. Then they tell you, lives matter. And you believe that story too. When they tell you, lives matter. 70 people are murdered here every day. Okay, I don't know now, but I'm talking about from January to March. That was the stats that was released. Look at what is happening. Look at how many women are raped every day. Look at what is happening in this dunya. In 2021, suicide. This dunya is supposed to be such a cool place. This modern life is supposed to bring so much of comfort, so much of luxury. We've blown away. We think there's so much of happiness, entertainment. Go to this place, go to that place, this holiday destination. What, what happiness is going to bring? When in 2021 the stats show every 11 minutes there was a suicide. 2021, I don't know now what it is. The rates are even going higher. Every 11 minutes people are taking their own lives. Rich people, not only poor people. There are many people in problems, celebrities, people who me and you are looking up to. Those are our role models. We want to live lives like that. We want to be high flyers. You know, they're flying in first class and business class and five-star resorts and holidays and the works. What happiness is there in the hearts? What peace is there in the heart? What solace is there in their lives? And on the contrary, you get an ordinary person, a mu'min, a believer, a lover of Allah, a lover of Rasulullah in the true sense. One small two by two house, small room he got 
eating dry bread, but that man goes in sajda, the ecstasy and happiness he experiences, the monarchs of the time never experience that happiness. Where all the luxuries, all the comforts. Where is your success? Your success lies indeed. You know that Elan that the Jamaats give all the time. How true that Elan is. Our success and the success of the entire world lies in deen. We bought these people's culture. We were supposed to spread our culture. We were supposed to spread our deen. We were supposed to teach them. We were supposed to educate them. They are looking for solutions. They have got no solutions anymore. With all the psychologists, with all the psychiatrists, with all the technology, with all the advancement, with all the education, with everything. They can't find solutions anymore. Look at what is happening in America. You read the newspaper yourself. Look at every couple days, every few weeks, one lunatic, one crazy person going, shooting all our people and then killing himself. What type of dunya is this? In which world are we living? Why? Because for only one simple reason. We moved away from the system of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We moved away from the teachings of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Now we see what is happening in Palestine, in Gaza. And we need to constantly make dua for our brothers and sisters. But look at what atrocities are being carried out. Do you think any human being with the slightest, you know, conscious in his heart, the smallest amount of morals will do something? Who is behind us? The same so-called superpowers who we look up to. The same people who are influencing us with their media, with their entertainment, with their education. The same people. This is what they're doing. This is what they're perpetrating. They are showing you. They hate you with a passion. They hate believers with a passion. If our eyes don't open up now at this juncture, then at which point will our eyes ever open up? Will we ever see the reality? Will we ever see which line are we following? Who are our role models? And those same so-called role models, what they are doing to our own brothers and sisters. What they are doing to our children. Remember as Muslims, we are one body. Wahidin. We are one body. If there's pain, any Muslim in pain, any part of the world, we all have to feel that pain. We are not selfish people. We are not people only for ourselves, no. We are one body, we all are together, we feel the pain. Their blood is our blood, their lives are our lives, their children are our children. We have to also make dua for them. But respected friends, coming back again to when we spoke about the group of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, you know what comes out very, very strongly? from the Jews themselves. And this did not come from one source. If it came from one source, I could have discounted it. But it came from multiple sources. Where many of them said, and they had conceded to this, they had actually said it to our people, that we are not afraid of you Muslims, you can do nothing to us. All your technology, all your wealth, everything, all your affluence, you can do nothing to us until and unless the Fajr Jamaat in the Masjid is not equal to the Juma Jamaat. The same crowd that we're getting for Juma, then we don't get that same crowd for the Fajr Namaz in the Masjid. The Jews are telling you, you can do nothing to us. Go march how much you want to march, scream how much you want to scream, shout how much you want to shout, boycott how much you want to boycott, do everything. You cannot do nothing to us. Yes, they are telling you, coming from the horse's mouth directly, you, and imagine now so many Masjids, the Qunut is being read. Alhamdulillah with Allah's fazl. May Allah give us tawfiq to continue doing all these good deeds. The Qunut is being read. And how many people are there to say Ameen? 
When the Fajr namaz, the Qunut and Azila is being read, there's no one to say Amin. The Muslims are not there. People are not there. So respected friends, it is time now that we come back to deen. It is time that we come back to the masjid. It is time we come back to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. It's time we come back to the sunnah. It's time we come back to the sharia. Let's start asking this question now. When it's my function, whether it's whatever it is, something in my home. What is the sunnah? How did Rasulullah sallallahu do this? Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam has to be our role model. Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is our Nabi. Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is our guide. He's our spiritual guide. Let us now come back onto sunnah. Come back onto shariat. Come back to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Turn to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And let us make a lot of dua. We'll just conclude with this last point. As it Marana Aqil Saab. Ghamad Barakatum. A great Shaykh al-Hadith of India now. In fact, one of the leading scholars of hadith in India and Pakistan. He mentioned about two weeks ago in his program after Fajr that his son, Mawlana Asim Saab, had seen the grandfather has a Sheikh al-Hadith, Mawlana Muhammad Zakaria Rahmatullahi, who is the author of the Fazari Amal, Fazari Sadaqat in a dream. And he asked as a Sheikh al-Hadith, Mawlana Muhammad Zakaria Rahmatullahi, that in these conditions now, what should the Ummah be doing? And as a Sheikh mentioned, that a lot of recitation of La ilaha illa anta subhanaka inni kuntu minal zalimin. So let us start this off. When I'm required after every Ramaz, read it seven times, but read it with a bit of concentration. Allah Ta'ala, there's no deity but you. There's no one else gay in this dunya for us but you. Allah, you are pure. Allah, you have got no shortages. Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala, there's no shortages in the churches of Allah. Verily, I am from the oppressors. Every person focus on his own weaknesses. You know, maybe I did something wrong. It's my sins. It's my weaknesses. Maybe I, I am not living my life as I ought to live it. I'm not reading my namaz as I ought to read my namaz. I'm not making my ibadat as I ought to do it. And let us try and recite this, even the women folk in the homes. Let us give them encouragement. If someone can do 125,000 also, this is very, very beneficial. You know, one family structure, your circle of friends, someone finishes that amount. But apart from that, every day, after every Ramaz, try and read it seven times. Let us come back to Deen, turn to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, come back to the masjid. Inshallah, this will draw the help of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. May Allah grant us a true understanding. Allah Akbar, Allah Akbar, Allah Akbar, Allah Akbar. Shabu la ilaha illallah, shabu la ilaha illallah. Shabu anna Muhammadan Rasulullah, shabu anna Muhammadan Rasulullah. Hiyan al-Salaam. والذين آمنوا وعملوا الصالحات أولئك أصحاب الجنة هم فيها خالدون فنحمده حمدا كثيرا كلما يحمده الحامدون 
ونشكره شكرا جميلا كلما يشكره الشاكرون ونشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد أن سيدنا ونبينا ومولانا محمدا عبده ورسوله أما بعد فأعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم إنما المؤمنون الذين إذا ذكر الله وجلت قلوبهم وإذا تليت عليهم آياته زادتهم إيمانا وعلى ربهم يتوكلون وقال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم عليكم بسنتي وسنتي خلفاء الراشدين وكما قال عليه الصلاة والسلام والله سبحانه وتعالى يقول وبقوله يهتدي المهتدون وإذا قرئ القرآن فاستمعوا له وأنصتوا لعلكم ترحمون بارك الله بارك الله لنا ولكم في القرآن العظيم ونفعنا وإياكم بما فيه من الآيات والذكر الحكيم أقول قولي هذا وأستغفر الله لي ولكم زائر المسلمين فاستغفروه إنه هو الغفور الرحيم الحمد لله الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونؤمن به ونتوكل عليه ونعوذ بالله من شرور أنفسنا ومن سيئات أعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلله فلا هادي له ونشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد أن سيدنا ونبينا ومولانا محمدا عبده ورسوله أما بعض فأعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم إن الله وملائكته يصلون على النبي يا أيها الذين آمنوا صلوا عليه وسلموا تسليما اللهم صل على محمد عبدك ورسولك وصل على المؤمنين والمؤمنات والمسلمين والمسلمات وبارك على سيدنا محمد وأزواجه وذريته قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم أرحم أمتي بأمتي أبو بكر وأشدهم في أمر الله عمر وأصدقهم حياء عثمان وأقضاهم علي وفاطمة سيدة نساء أهل الجنة وحمزة أسد الله وأسد رسوله اللهم اغفر للعباس وولده مغفرة ظاهرة وباطنة لا تغادر لما رضوان الله عليهم وعن كل الصحابة أجمعين الله الله في أصحابي لا تتخذهم غرضا من بعدي فمن أحبهم فبحبي أحبهم ومن أبغضهم فببغضي أبغضهم وخيرهم مثل قرني ثم الذين يلونهم فالذين يلونهم ربنا آتنا في الدنيا حسنة وفي الآخرة حسنة وقنا عذاب النار عباد الله رحمكم الله إن الله يأمر بالعدل والإحسان وإيتاء ذي القربى وينهى عن الفحشاء والمنكر والبغي يعظكم لعلكم تذكرون وقال تعالى فاذكروني أذكركم واشكروني ولا تكفرون الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر أشهد أن لا إله إلا الله أشهد أن لا إله إلا الله أشهد أن محمد رسول الله أشهد أن محمد رسول الله حي على الصلاة حي على الصلاة حي على الفلاح حي على الفلاح قد قامت الصلاة قد قامت الصلاة الله أكبر الله أكبر لا إله إلا الله الله أكبر الحمد لله رب العالمين الرحمن الرحيم مالك يوم الدين إياك نعبد وإياك نستعين 
اهدنا الصراط المستقيم صراط الذين أنعمت عليهم غير المغضوب عليهم ولا الضالين سبح اسم ربك الأعلى الذي خلق فسوى والذي قدر فهدى والذي أخرج المرعى فجعله غثاء أحوى سنقرئك فلا تنسى إلا ما شاء الله إنه يعلم الجهر وما يخفى ونيسرك لليسرى فذكر إن نفعت الذكرى سيذكر من يخشى ويتجنبها الأشقى الذي يصلى النار الكبرى ثم لا يموت فيها ولا يحيا قد أفلح من تزكى وذكر اسم ربه فصلى بل تؤثرون الحياة الدنيا والآخرة خير وأبقى إن هذا لفي الصحف الأولى صحف إبراهيم وموسى الله أكبر سمع الله لمن حمده الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر الحمد لله رب العالمين الرحمن الرحيم مالك يوم الدين إياك نعبد وإياك نستعين اهدنا الصراط المستقيم صراط الذين أنعمت عليهم غير المغضوب عليهم ولا الضالين هل أتاك حديث الغاشية وجوه يومئذ خاشعة عاملة ناصبة تصلى نارا حامية تسقى من عين آنية ليس لهم طعام إلا من ضريق لا يسمن ولا يغني من جوع وجوه يومئذ ناعمة لسعيها راضية في جنة عالية لا تسمع فيها لاغية فيها سرر مرفوعة أكواب موضوعة ونمارق مصفوفة وزرابي مبثوثة أفلا ينظرون إلى الإبل كيف خلقت وإلى السماء كيف رفعت وإلى الجبال كيف نصبت وإلى الأرض كيف سطحت فذكر إنما أنت مذكر لست عليهم من مسيطر إلا من تولى وكفر فيعذبه الله العذاب الأكبر إن إلينا إيابهم ثم إن علينا حسابهم الله أكبر سمع الله لمن حمده الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر السلام عليكم ورحمة الله السلام عليكم ورحمة الله اللهم أنت السلام وأنت السلام تبارك يا ذا الجلال والإكرام اللهم أعنا على ذكرك وشكرك وحسن عبادتك ربنا آتنا في الدنيا حسنة وفي الآخرة حسنة وقنا عذاب النار 
اللهم إنا نسألك من خير ما سألك من نبيك محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم ونعوذ بك من شر ما استعاذك من نبيك محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم أنت المستعان وعليك البلاغ ولا حول ولا قوة إلا بالله العلي العظيم سبحان ربك رب العزة عما يصفون والسلام على المرسلين الحمد لله